This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am not your host, Matt, <laughs> and today's game will be pitting two Benchwarmer teams against each other with a guest host. So the first team will be having uh, Mr. Scott Grimes and uh, David, I think his last name is Lux, and he's going to continue to try to go with this just being called Lux Business, and none of us are having any of that. So it is David. So Scott Grimes and David against uh, Marcus and myself. So let's start over with uh, Scott and David. David, how have you been? Good. I guess the Lux isn't sticking, so I guess I'm gonna have to go with David. But I did notice you're not you're not cool enough. Sorry, buddy. You can't make up like Uh, your own nickname. You know, it's it's just not. Even though Lux is a cool last name, it's it's not a nickname. It's the name I was born with. Tough. This is this is. I don't even get a first name last name. I just get David Scott. You shouldn't have told us that your name was David Lux. Then I should have just said, "Hey, I'm Lux." It's true, but who would have believed that? And then you probably nice. also wouldn't be a bench warmer because we would have thought you were a D-bag, but it's fine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Deluxe the D-bag. Now I'm, I've already got a reputation. All right, now that's me. his new nickname, D-bag. Oh, man. <laughs> I think we need to recruit a new uh, bench warmer. Just don't have to be the new guy anymore. I'm already I'm already tiring of being the going through the hazing. Yeah, I'm good. Despite all you all you clowns, I'm I'm having a good time. This is a this is a good gig, Scott. You go ahead. I don't have much to add. I mean, I'm I'm also good. Um, I tried. I'm trying to summon some correct answers. I'm wearing. It's hard to tell with my awful screen, but the colors of a franchise that our hosts may or may not root for. So I'm I'm trying to generate some some answers here. And David's rocking an Oregon hoodie, so I don't know why he did that with Marcus on the recording, but because that, he's trying to piss people off is what it that, is. That that's that's oh, not, you know what? I don't Here's like the that. thing: I didn't think Marcus was going to be on the on the recording. I'm at the end of the laundry, and I just grabbed the sweatshirt. <laughs> I, Marcus, I apologize in advance. I'm not trying to torment you or anything. Wait, I'm going to turn the camera away so you can't he's, see what I'm wearing. He's what he's telling us, Marcus, is that his Oregon shirt is like his granny panties of his uh, laundry. <laughs> <laughs> last the last item remaining. I learned a long time ago. I just have to say, if I'm going to trash talk any bench warmers, I'm sure as hell not going to go after Marcus. So like, there's no way. So this was not intentional. Absolutely no way. I'm that's, a peacemaker. That's right. Always go after Mason with the trash talk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> David and I have been uh, wanting to team up for a while because fun fact, David and I share a birthday, not year, but a birthday. And, you know, so we've been waiting for a while to do this. So because we're finally teamed up, our team name is going to be August 5th Harmony. Mm, I like that. August 5th Harmony. All right. I'll go next. And Marcus, you can give our team name and then we'll introduce our guest host. Uh, you know, I'm good. Nothing much going on in my world. Just uh, working California time and messing with everything that's in my life. Kids busy with school. One little cool thing. This Well, by the time this comes out, it'll be over. But um, so I live in the town of Gretna, Nebraska. Gretna High School is now going to the state championship here on Tuesday and playing in the championship against Westside or Omaha Westside, which is where my nieces and nephews have all went to school and everything and all cousins and everyone all went to that school. And it's funny because we're cheering for Gretna, but by the time my kids get to high school, they're actually going to be going to Gretna East or something, a different school, 
within the school district. So they're not even going to be going to that high school. And not only that, but they're going to be like our rivals. So it's like, I'm wondering here, like, why am I cheering for this team that in two years from now I'll be cheering against? But but the other high school doesn't exist yet. The, the district is growing so much. Or you're saying Oh, that- yeah. The western half of Omaha is just insane. There's new high, new schools being built constantly. So, and my taxes represent that expenditure quite dramatically. Um, anyway, and then we'll head on over to Marcus because he's got a name for us. Go ahead, Marcus. How you been? Uh, I'm good. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't talk trash unless I'm able to via a victory of some kind or B. You've attacked me to the point where I feel that it needs to be said. So that, you know, so David, I can't talk to you because, oops, sorry, crap, <laughs> uh, because you beat us again. And na- and our team name is reflective of that because our former coward of a head coach who down eight decides to punt the ball with less than two minutes left, like an absolute coward, is no longer there. So we are coachless in Seattle because that's what I am currently. That's a great name. Yeah, I don't even know that it was a coward move, Marcus. I just thought it was a dumb move. No, I mean that's that's yeah, like, that's that's cowardice. On yeah, that's yeah, called yeah. that's called I don't want to turn the ball over and have them score again, so the score looks worse. So I'm going to do the coward thing, which is punt the ball. Yeah, it was it was it was dumb. I was shaking my head even as an Oregon fan. It was just dumb. So I was at that game freezing my ass off. Oh my god, it did not look pleasant. No. A nice a nice northwestern fall day. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was like a monsoon of a rain and it was not fun. I wasn't drunk enough to not feel the effects. <laughs> so Wait, anyway. but it, but it, Marcus it, has it, been it, drunk at an Oregon Washington game before? <laughs> I've never heard stories about that. But didn't you just have a torrential downpour that made that look like a drizzle by comparison? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. This isn't this wild. isn't Pacific Northwest wet parking and weather here. All guys. right. All right. All Come right. on now. Sorry. Jeez. I'm just, I'm sorry. Sorry. Should we get should we get back into yeah? Nebraska, let's get back into yeah. Nebraska, yeah I was gonna say we had yeah, to listen exactly. to yeah. Omaha West Side where the gangsters play. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Now let's get over to the person that we actually want to hear from today. Our guest hosting today is, I don't even know, Trevor, what are you on the Patreon thing? You're like an assistant coach or whatever your level is. I don't know. Do you know? Yeah, I'm an assistant head coach. There Not you go. Not quite the tippy top yet. Close enough. And so, yeah, Trevor Hogue, you've been on how many times now? Is this your five? I think, I think this is number six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so is that the, I, are you the first to get I inherited, the six? Yeah, I inherit when uh, David had to give his in, I had, I inherited his uh, smoking jacket. <laughs> it's kind of one of my prized possessions. I found a lot of candy wrappers and some uh, some uncouth things in the pockets, but uh, who am I to Trevor, judge? Trevor, you and I look like we're about the same size, so I, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, so yeah, Trevor will be taking over here in a minute, but before we get to that, let's go ahead and kick it over to Dan for the rules. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see your today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Dan, 
always reliable. It's funny. You know, it's one take. He always does a different take every single time. And it just sounds amazing. Solid, right? It's all yours, Trevor. Go ahead and kick us off. Cool. Well, it's uh, happy to be here. Last time that I hosted, I hosted one time before. And I think at the time of that recording, uh, a new record was set. Uh, oh. and yeah, I think uh, the team camped by Dan uh, set a record. So we'll, we'll see how things go tonight. I'm happy to be hosting. I'm playing, so there probably won't be a record to, yeah. with my team. So that's for sure. <laughs> he, he didn't say whether it was a record high or a record low. There you go. <laughs> to be yeah. Clear. yeah, I was there. So it could have been a record low. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is time for the coin flip. A 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. Uh, oh, and I do have I do have a quarter right here, so I will allow uh, August fifth harmony to call it in the air. What is, what's it what's, what's it going to be, guys? Tails. And tails never fails. Okay, so August fifth harmony. The coin flip question is going to you. The coin flip question for today is this: In honor of the King Richard movie starring Will Smith coming out soon, all I want to know is which Williams sister has the faster recorded serve, Venus or Serena? Uh, we can just talk this out. We're the only one yeah. answering. Um, I, I don't know. I'm always inclined to say Serena because she does everything. But, I, you know, I really don't. I don't pay enough attention to their, their serving styles to really have any more knowledge to this. Like, I don't know enough of their strengths specifically to know if, like, maybe Venus is just a better you know, is better on the serve or if she maybe has more speed, more power. Like, I, I have no idea. So this may be total hogwash, but the only reason I was going to guess Venus is that she's slightly taller. And I don't know if that really is means sure. anything, but but I also seem to remember vaguely that Venus had one of the fastest serves ever and maybe the fastest ever for a woman. But then I think Serena came along and I can't remember if Serena passed her. But my temptation is Venus. But but honestly, do it. Scott, I, all right. All right. I guess we'll check in with Venus. All right, August 5th Harmony checking in with Venus. And 10 points going to August 5th Harmony. Venus mm. is the correct answer. It is really close. Before I thought about when I before I looked at this list, I, I would have thought Serena was higher. Uh, just there seems seemed more powerful, seems a little more powerful, but Venus clocked in at 129 miles an hour at the 2007 US Open, and Serena clocked in at 128.6, 13 wow. Australian Open. Wow. So point, those 0.4 miles per hour got to you. Uh, 10 points, August 5th Harmony. Heading into the first quarter, we have a score of August 5th Harmony with 10 and coachless in Seattle yet to score. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. All right, here we go. What NHL right winger 
who played from 2003 to 2017 with the Predators, Red Wings, Devils, and Blackhawks, was perhaps more known for his fighting skills and his personal life than his hockey skills, amassing the Predators franchise record for penalty minutes and even dating Kelly Pickler in 2007, and is a former first-team All-ACC wide receiver who was the first player taken by the Rams in the 2021 NFL Draft. We're going to check in. Okay. Coachless in Seattle is checked in. So August 5th Harmony, talk it out. Normally, David, I'd be really good, you know, with draft questions, but the Rams, they don't draft in the first few rounds. They, they don't really value draft picks. They usually trade them all away. So they're, they're, their first pick was probably round three or later. So we're not yeah, looking at a, you know, a top prospect. Sure, but it's ACC, so I feel like I should have a shot at this. I have nothing on the yeah. hockey player. I know that, I mean, I like Kelly Pickler was decent in season five of American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed you even remember it was season five. No, so that's the Catherine McPhee season. I, I remember that one a lot in the Chris Daughtry season. Um, yeah, I'll know the hockey player's name when I hear it, just from him dating Kelly Pickler. But so I sent I sent you a name. Did that did that name did that resonate at all with you? You sent me Tutu or Toto. I don't know if this was a Wizard of Oz thing. I, I'm not really sure what you. No, 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 no. There was a guy who I was. I was trying to remember. I was telling Scott, don't. I, w- I shouldn't repeat this, but I was trying to think of who, what kind of guys I remember because they dated Kelly Pickler, and um, the name was something Tutu, Jordan Tutu, something like that. But I don't know. I mean, I. Sure. Uh, yeah, but do you know any receivers that? Is there anybody named Tutu? That would seem kind of strange. Tutu Atwell. I, wait, well, yeah, Tutu Atwell. Tutu Atwell. When was he picked? I have no idea, but Marcus rolled his eyes, so I think we're right. Let's do it. <laughs> so what did we just say? Jordan, Jordan, Tutu, Atwell. I guess we're checking in with that. Okay, so August 5th, Harmony checking in with Jordan, Tutu, Atwell. Coachless in Seattle, what did you have? Yeah, I rolled my eyes because it's not like they were going to come off of that. So right. yeah. I mm-hmm. had Tutu, Atwell immediately. I sent it over to Matt, and I let Matt stew on it until we checked in because he knows hockey and I don't. <laughs> so I said, hey. I don't know anything about, I, I have got nothing on the hockey player. <laughs> and then he said, give me a minute. And he came with Jordan Tutu. So we are checking in Jordan Tutu Atwell. All right. Coach Wilson Seattle also checking in with Jordan Tutu Atwell. And both teams getting points. The correct answer is indeed Jordan Tutu Atwell. I'm very impressed you guys both got this. This was kind of my like indulge me one. Cause I, I thought of that pre and post game. Uh, and I was like, is Jordan too, too big enough to say, but I'm so thankful you both of you got him. Apparently we need to ask Kelly Pickler that answer. That question. <laughs> yeah. oh, is, is he big enough? Is, is he is big, big enough? To <laughs> Kelly? <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Cut that. Whoever's no, editing no, don't keep cut it that. all in. <laughs> Dude, I'm writing it down for, uh, for ideas. Yeah, for the show. Episode title. About? <laughs> is he big enough? <laughs> so and Tutu, he was the first player of uh, Inuit descent to play in the NHL. Oh. Um, in, two, in, in 2007, it was a, like a really big year for him. In, uh, in March, he knocked a player unconscious in a fight. Uh, and then a couple months later, Pickler broke up with him, uh, citing infidelity. Uh, he had cheated on her. And so she wrote a song with Taylor Swift called Best Days of Your Life. Uh, and that song is likely about Tutu as it references someone cheating. So Kelly Pickler wrote a song about Jordan Tutu. Well done, guys. All right. Question number two. What 2010 All-Big Ten selection 
and second team All-American running back was drafted in the second round, but could not replicate that success in the NFL, lasting only three injury-plagued seasons with an NFC North team, and is a Pac-12 Heisman winner who became the first running back in NFL history to run for over 2,000 yards in a season. Checked in. All right. August 5th Harmony is checked in. Feeling a little confident, it sounds. Coachless in Seattle. Talk out what you got. All right. So, like you said, the second half has to be OJ, right? Running back in NFS to run for over 2,000 yards. Yeah, he did that in, what, 74, 75, 73? Okay. Yeah. Would it would it be just the O or would use his real first name? I mean, it could be Orenthal. Oren. Oren. Um, so we ran through a bunch of guys that we knew were running backs in the Big Ten in 2010. John Clay, James White. Obviously, I got those guys from Wisconsin. Then there was that uh, kid from Ohio State, Heron. It's not like Monty Ball or... Yeah, Monty Ball was wasn't he a little earlier? I'm just throwing out names. Yeah, because Ball was like Ball was the bridge between Clay and White. And anyway, who cares? This is so frustrating. Uh, 2011, 12, 13, North Tennessee North running backs. I mean, the Packers had Starks and oh, uh, well they had the uh, uh, Brandon Jackson from uh, Nebraska, but he wouldn't have been a second-round draft pick. Vikings had Adrian Peterson at the time. They drafted him in 09, right? Who did, I don't even know. Okay, we're out of time. Yeah, I don't know. You got a joke answer? TJ O'Shea in <laughs> TJ OJ's, OJ Simpson? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. TJ OJ. <laughs> TJ OJ. We're going to go with that. TJ OJ Simpson. All right, Coach Simpson, Coachless in Seattle, check, checking in with TJ OJ Simpson. August 5th Harmony, what you got? Yeah, we really had no idea for a while there, just trying to figure out, because David also came up with OJ Simpson pretty quickly for the second part. I had sent David a name early on and said that th- this person fits the criteria but doesn't go with OJ. And then once we, once David could also be working with, you know, Orenthal rather than OJ. And that's when I realized that the name I had originally sent him did work because he went to Illinois and then he was drafted by the Lions and didn't last very long. And that's Mikel LaShore. So we checked in with Mikel LaShorenthal, James Simpson. And one team is getting their points. The correct answer is Mikel LaShorenthal, J. Simpson. So LaShore is one of these running backs from that time that just came and went, uh, but he still holds the single game rushing record for Illinois with 330 yards. He had a prolific year in 2010. I can honestly say I've never heard that name before. So I'm not disappointed in myself, Marcus. Scott was throwing out names so fast, and I was immediately on the back end of that, um, just saying I had the easy half, the O.J. Simpson. I mean, Scott, we just had to match up. What if Scott's running back from the Big Ten from that era? So, yeah. (laughs) Matt and Marcus, if I had given you the Detroit Lions as a team, like, would that have been more helpful? I don't think so, no. Yeah, but – yeah. Okay. I, I mean, they drafted a bunch of running backs in the second round. They drafted Javid Best. Javid Best, yeah. Yep. They drafted Kevin Smith. Like, they drafted um, 
what's his ass? There was another one. Anyways, doesn't what's matter. His ass? I mean, if you had, if you had <laughs> said Lions, I would have gotten there. Was, but I was Amir Abdullah second round? I think he, Amir I'm Abdullah sure. might have been. Maybe, yeah. maybe. So yeah. he, they had so a lot of second around round that time. Guys, so yeah. yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, right. I would have gotten there eventually, but yeah. Moving on to question number three. In 2004, what Wisconsin defensive end was a consensus All-American and a Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year drafted by the Vikings in the first round of the 2005 draft? His career was plagued by, you guessed it, injuries and only lasted three seasons. And a running back at the University of Buffalo setting back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons before being drafted in the sixth round in the 2010 draft. He played six years in the NFL entirely with one team. We can, we, check can, in. we can we can also check in. <laughs> Wanna three, two, one this and yeah, how about we do it? Uh, <laughs> All right. Ready? Yeah. Three, three two, two, one. One. Erasmus, Erasmus James, James Starks. Starks. <laughs> you are correct. Uh, it is Erasmus James Starks. Yes, this is my Wisconsin adjacent question. I I loved Erasmus James coming into the NFL. Nada. They, they should but have learned from yeah. Kenechi Udesi, though, that to not take those those injury-prone defensive ends early. He remains the only NFL player in history from the island nation of St. Kitts and Nets. So the hmm. only one. So he still has that. All right, moving on to the fourth and final question of pre and post game. What Wolverine was on the receiving end of 61 Tom Brady passes in 1999? becoming an All-American the next year and the eighth overall pick of the Chicago Bears in 2001 before exiting the NFL after four unremarkable seasons and is a point guard who, around the same time, suited up alongside Kevin Garnett and the Wolves on the tail end of an 11-year career in which he earned two Eastern Conference All-Star nods. We're checked in. You can check in. All right, here we I, go. I had to, let's three, two, one. It. On three, here we go. Three, okay. two, one. David, David Terrell Brandon. Brandon. All right, and once again, this is a it's turning the game of three, two, ones. Correct answer is David Terrell Brandon. In 1997, Terrell Brandon was labeled by Sports Illustrated as the best point guard in the NBA. There, there are plenty of other point guards, but Terrell Brandon was their the best in their opinion. Pop and stop. I Terrell Brandon was a. I I, I mean having. Having, you know, whatever you want to say, you know, interviewed or worked with the guy for a year and a half. He was a really, really, really nice guy. So, I mean, it's too yeah, bad. He also, he... Yeah, he, I read that he won the Sportsmanship Award that same year. So it just speaks Did to he? that. In 98? Yeah. I think the, I think the same year, 97, maybe. Well, he was, he was traded in the 98 season to the Timberwolves. Uh, okay. So that was halfway through the season is when he was traded for Marbury. Yeah, the Marbury traded. He was also traded for Sean Kemp. And then, uh, and then in ninety, so that was the strike sorting season or the lockout, whatever season. So they only played in two thousand eight. It wasn't the two thousand seven, two thousand eight season. It was just two thousand eight. And so then, and then the next year then was when he they had drafted a bunch of talented younger guys, and he said, "Well, I don't mind riding the bench, you know, making eleven and a half million dollars a year at the time." And everyone's like, "Are you serious, dude?" All right, at the end, at the end of the first quarter, we have a score of August 5th Harmony with 110 points and Coachless in Seattle with 75. On to the second quarter, which will be the missing link. The missing link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. 
The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. What infielder starred for 15 seasons with six different teams, most notably the Phillies, racking up 351 homers and over 1,000 RBIs, seven-time All-Star and the 1972 MVP? We can check in. All right. August 5th Harmony has checked in. So coachless in Seattle. Talk it out for us. So you think, well, okay. So I got, I was confused for some reason. I was thinking of the Reds and not the Phillies. So that's why I originally said Joe Morgan, because I don't know. I was crazy, but then 1972, that would be Rose. I mean, and and Pete Rose, was he playing infield in 72? Yeah, probably third base. I think he was on that team though, on that 72 Reds team. And he did play with six. Well, did he play with six different teams? Play with the Expos, the Phillies, the Reds. But he doesn't say that he's a seven-time All-Star and 1972 MVP doesn't say if it was the NL or, or AL MVP. The 1972 NL MVP, I'm almost certain, was Johnny Bench. He's saying most notably the Phillies. Yeah. Okay. So who do you think of as Phillies in that era? I mean, I think of Pete Rose, right? I mean... So my only issue with Pete Rose is that he never played Dude. in the AL, and well, he didn't play for six teams. Go ahead with your issue with him, though. I don't think of Pete Rose as a Philadelphia Philly. Oh, you think of him as a Red? But maybe that's just me being younger. If you think of him as a Philly, and you know that he played for them... Well, I'm no, but he never played in the AL, and in 72, MVP was bench in the NL. So... Well, I see what you're saying. So it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been Rose. It had to be somebody who was... Almost certainly had been the 92 AL MVP. 72 AL MVP. Isn't that what I said? Sorry. Um, either way. Either way. Um, yeah. So then, oh my gosh, how do I not know that? How do I know like instantly the NL MVP from 72, but not the AL MVP? I mean, is that like Brooks Robinson territory? Or... Yeah, but he only, did he play with six different teams? I have no And idea. he's not known for being for the with the Phillies, right? I, Jeez, man, the Phillies from like the 60s and 70s, like having such a tough time of thinking of an infielder from that team. I'm not going to be much help because it's old timey baseball. <laughs> oh, man, come on. This is so frustrating. I should know this, too. And I'm even like blanking on guys who were AL MVPs around that time period. Okay, we can well, just there, uh, he's going he's gonna to tell us the answer. So, yeah, yeah. Let's go with uh, I don't know. I can't even think about it. Rod Carew, even though I'm pretty sure he was the AL <laughs> uh, rookie of the year that year. Okay, coachless in Seattle, checking in with Rod Carew, August 5th Harmony. What was your answer? So just from the Phillies and roughly the number of home runs and remembering that he won an MVP in the early 70s, I couldn't remember the exact year because National League that year was Johnny Bench, but the American League that year was Dick Allen. Dick so Allen. We, just checked in with, we checked in with Dick Allen. And one team getting points, the answer is indeed Dick Allen. Considered by many of his peers to be one of the best to not yet be in the Hall of Fame. 
Hopefully one of these years he'll make it in. He was also a, uh, as Wikipedia tells me, he was a phenomenal singer performing at the halftime of a Sixers game. So multi-talented Dick Allen. First answer is Dick Allen. I, I'm sorry, Marcus. I, I knew that too. As soon as Davis started talking, it came to me. I'm like, I remember seeing him in that. He had a, he had a sweet ass fro and he always wore that batter's helmet. That was just the top, you know, it didn't come down. Right. And he just yeah. plopped that on that fro. Oh man. It's a good looking fella yeah. too. Yeah, as soon as David started talking, Matt, your face was the face of someone who knows exactly what the answer is yeah. three seconds too late. All right, moving on to question number two. What NFL star is one of three athletes to grace the cover of both the NCAA football video game and Madden, doing so in 2005 and 2010, respectively? For five bonus points each, name the other two. Whatever, we're checking it. All right. Coachless in Seattle has checked in. So August 5th, Harmony, talk it out for us. Yep. Um, well, there's not much to talk out. I, I, like I said, David, I think Larry Fitzgerald is the answer. He was drafted in 04. He was a Heisman finalist. And I think I remember him being on the cover of the game. And I know that he shared the Madden cover with Palomalu after the Super Bowl. So that's why I think he's the missing link answer. I think Vince Young is one of the bonuses. I know he had a Madden cover and I think he had an NCAA video game cover. So I, I can't think of another one though. So I'm good with, if you're good with it, we can check in with Fitzgerald and then for five extra points, we can save Vince Young. We might as well throw in another name. Cause why not? It can't, can't hurt, but I like, I like your. Uh, yeah. I just, I can't think of anyone else from around that time because we have a small window to work with. They stopped making the college football games and the early 2010s so 2010s okay and it was usually qbs i mean with the exception of like fitzgerald or if there was a high profile running back part you're looking at like like an rg3 type but he didn't he wasn't on a madden we're gonna check in with larry fitzgerald for the main answer and then vince young for one of the bonuses so august 5th harmony checking in with larry fitzgerald for the main answer and vince young for a bonus Coachless in Seattle, what did you check in with? Um, Matt got both of these, or well, all of them. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, I want to say it was, oh, well, you said it. Yeah, it's Larry Fitzgerald. I, I remember it distinctly uh, for the main answer. And then Barry Sanders is on, uh, he shared a cover on both, I think. Uh, I think he shared it with RG3 and then, you know, the Madden 25 or whatever. And then I couldn't think of anybody that sounded better than Vince Young. So I just threw out Vince Young as my other answer. So Larry Fitzgerald uh, for the main and then uh, Vince Young and Barry Sanders. Okay. Well, both teams getting the main answer correct. The main answer is, is indeed Larry Fitzgerald, 2005 and 2010, respectively. And the two bonus answers, one graced the cover of NCAA football 2001 and Madden 2007. Sean, Sean Alexander. I had, I is had no idea he was on NTAA. Yeah, mm. yeah, in 2001. And the other bonus answer, coachless in Seattle had it with Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders is a... You could call it a technicality because he is prominently featured in NCAA football 13. There was a fan vote and he won. He is technically on Madden 2000 on the yeah, cover. Yep. 
Yeah. John Madden is on, is up front and Barry Sanders is in the back. So he technically mm. appears, but he's sort of kind of visible. And, yeah. So, and, and a lot of these games that were released, they, they have alternate covers depending on what system you buy it on. Because mm. I thought he was on one of the 25th anniversary covers. He, he, he definitely was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, also, I, I, I know I just looked it up. I've got Vince Young on NCAA 07. Really? I, I I'm looking at it. I don't know if it again. It could be an alternate cover. That, that's that's why I thought it was tricky. Yeah. Okay. But I know he was on I, Madden so, 08. So, okay. So I owned 07. It was Reggie Bush. The list I'm looking at gives the cover athlete as Reggie Bush. Okay. Then when they're that's, that's when fine. They're, the coach was in Seattle for 25 for that in August, yeah. in August fifth harmony with 20 for that. That was a, that was a cool yeah. question. So so far the theme linked answers thus far are Dick Allen. And Larry Fitzgerald. Moving on to question number three. What American swimmer won four golds at the 2012 London Games? Three in backstroke and one in freestyle. She could not quite replicate the success in Rio, but she managed another gold in a freestyle relay. All right, we, uh, we're going to check in, Trevor. Let these guys officially talk it out. Okay, um, so the first name that you said was Missy Franklin, which is the name that I thought of like just before you typed it out. But then Katie Ledecky popped into my brain. Is Katie Katie Ledecky she's still she's still swimming in this I, last I'm one, right? Sure she, yeah, yeah. So didn't she just come on the scene like in 18? No, I think she'd been around for a while, but but 2012 makes me think missy franklin and i for some reason i think that would have been too early for katie ledecky to be right four gold medals i agree okay you want to go with uh, with missy i think i think we both thought of it pretty quickly so i i think we should go with it don't overthink it yeah right kiss keep it simple stupid Mm. uh uh we'll check in with missy franklin all right Coachless in Seattle has checked in with Missy Franklin. So August 5th Harmony, what did you check in with? We also had Missy Franklin. Um, uh, it just sounded right. The bio sounded right. The, I remember the four golds. I remember her not, despite the fact she was 17 or whatever, that she she sort of fell apart after that. But anyway, yeah, we had Missy Franklin. All right. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is indeed Missy Franklin. Yeah, I remember in 2016, I was really pumped for her because she was so excellent in 2012 and then just couldn't quite replicate that success all right the theme linked answers thus far are dick allen larry fitzgerald and missy franklin moving on to the fourth question in missing link though on draft day merrill hodge called him better than aaron Rodgers. This Louisville product and second round pick sat behind Matt Flynn and Aaron Rodgers in 2008 and 2009 before bouncing through the CFL for a couple seasons and moving into coaching. Who is he? Okay, we're checked in, Trevor. All right, guys. August 5th Harmony has checked in. So coachless in Seattle, what do you think? Do you agree? Yes, Brian Brown. Brown. Yep. Okay, so we're checking in with Brian Brown. All right, then Coachless in Seattle has checked in with Brian Brahm. And August 5th Harmony, what did you say? Uh, yeah, so I, I the timeline fit, Louisville QB, 
And then I remember him going to the Packers and being a backup. So we also checked in with Brian Brom. All right. Correct answer is indeed Brian Brom. Yeah, there is a funny video of Merrill Hodge, Todd McShay riffing on how it wouldn't surprise them if uh, Brom was the starter in Green Bay in a couple seasons and talking about how Brom have, has is more mobile than Aaron Rodgers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So uh, um, I'm not I don't know about the more mobile thing, but I I, re- I was really high on Brian Brom, too. Actually, I, I watched him play a lot and I thought he was actually going to be really good. But, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if he's more mobile. Rob's more mobile than Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he's a better person. I don't know. Um, I, he probably is. Rob's immunization status is unknown, but I can imagine. <laughs> I imagine he is vaccinated. All right, moving on to the fifth and final question. So the theme links, the answers thus far are Dick Allen, Larry Fitzgerald, Missy Franklin, and Brian Rob. Question number five. On the heels of his PGA Championship win, what golfer spent 51 weeks as the number one golfer in the world in 2015 and 2016? Good for eighth most all time. There you go. We're checked in. Okay. August 5th Harmony has checked in. So coachless in Seattle, you can talk this one out. All right. So, geez. Uh, we, golfers, mean- golfers who were big around then. 2015, right? Jordan Spieth. But there's no Big Ten football coach named Spieth. Uh, Oh, so we're just going to say it out loud. All right. Well, I might as well. It's not Mike Loxley. It's not... uh, Not PJ Fleck. It's not uh, Scott Freeze. Or Scott... uh, Scott 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 Frost. (laughs) Not Mel Tucker. He's frozen right now. He's going to be DED dead after next season. Um, oh god brett bielema i don't think that's no, it not brett bielema, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm even spacing on the wisconsin coach right now i can see his face but i can't think of his name um chris yeah paul christ oh christ. is there a golfer named christ no christ on sale uh geez i'm missing is there there was a golfer around the time named day is there a coach named day What's the Iowa coach's name? I always forget his name. Kirk Ferentz. Yeah, Ferentz. Yeah, that's not. I, I have no idea who the. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I have no idea who like the uh, Michigan State coaches, no, or I have no idea like Maryland and Rutgers and Mike Loxley, uh, Greg Schiano. Oh yeah, Schiano. That's right. And Mike Loxley's at Maryland. I mean, I could name all the coaches. Purdue. Oh yeah, it's Ryan Day, Ohio State. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So it's Jason Day. We'll check in with Jason Day. Cool. So after some discussion, Coach Listen Seattle checks in with Jason Day. Over to August Fifth Harmony. We had the same thing. We had a beat on the theme, so we worked backwards as these guys did, obviously. So uh we went, we checked in with Jason Day as well. Correct answer is indeed Jason Day. So in, in 20 I had for, forgotten about this, but in 2015, he and his wife Ellie were watching a Cavs Thunders game. And LeBron collided with Ellie in the stands and she had to be like, she had to be like carried out on a stretcher out of the stadium. Ooh, right. uh, yeah. Thank, thankfully she, she was okay. But it, like, this just makes me think about if I were in the front row and like person like shit, like, you, you've seen these videos of Shaq running after a loose mm, ball and how, yeah. how like your life must flash before your eyes <laughs> uh, as you see Shaquille O'Neal barreling down on you. I'm not going to lie. I would, I would move myself into position to be hit by him because all the I'm getting afterwards is worth the temporary <laughs> pain because they're going to take care of me. 
All right, so the theme, the theme linked answers uh, for this round are Dick Allen, Larry Fitzgerald, Missy Franklin, Brian Brom, and Jason Day. August Fifth Harmony submitted an incorrect answer after the third question. So Coachless in Seattle, do you have a theme link? Yeah, we originally were going with, uh, with uh, Alan Fitzgerald and Franklin. Uh, Marcus thought maybe this was uh, uh, soul singers or female singers, you know. So we submitted that answer. <laughs> and uh, obviously we're wrong. Uh, but now, obviously, we know it is Big Ten college football coaches sharing names or whatever. So, yeah. Little known fact, Ella Fitzgerald did uh, grace the cover of Madden like 1958. So. <laughs> <laughs> so both teams are getting points. So August Fifth Harmony getting 100 points and Coachless in Seattle getting 50 points. The correct theme link is Big Ten football coaches. So. Tom Allen, Pat Fitzgerald, James Franklin, Jeff Brom, and Ryan Day. Yeah, I I wanted I originally had Brian Brom that question earlier on, but I thought that one is such a unique last name that it might yeah. give it away early, so I wanted to hide it in the back. Well done, guys. Well done. After the second quarter, we have a score of August Fifth Harmony with three hundred and ten points, and Coachless in Seattle with two hundred and ten points. So a one hundred point game going into halftime. It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. Question number one in Halftime. In the season three episode of Seinfeld, The Letter, George, Elaine, and Kramer get Yankees tickets to the owner's box behind first base. They get thrown out of Yankee Stadium because Elaine is wearing a baseball cap of a different team and refuses to take it off. What team's logo is on Elaine's hat? We can check in. Us two. Oh, sorry, Scott. <laughs> no, no. Why don't you and Matt three, two, one it? Three times. Three, two, one. The Orioles. Baltimore Orioles. Indeed, the Baltimore Orioles is the correct answer. So both teams getting points for this one. Now I just want to see how many three, two, ones we can have. Yeah. <laughs> Question number two. Perhaps the most prominent basketball shoe of the late 1980s, what shoe brand was advertised in a star-studded 1986 commercial with NBA stars like Isaiah Thomas, exclaiming that the shoe made him play like he was 10 feet tall, or Mark Aguirre saying that when he wears the shoe, he's on fire. So looking for the shoe brand, and for five bonus points, give me the specific style of shoe advertised. We can check in. Okay, Coachless in Seattle is checked in. So August 5th Harmony, talk it out. This is all you, David, because I wasn't alive to see this commercial. So I'm hoping that you have some sort of knowledge of this. So I am almost positive that it's a Converse. And I'm just trying to remember for the bonus. Hang on a second. I have to wait. I'm sorry. Hold. What? Huh? Oh, oh, wait, no. Oh, he's oh. I don't what? care if he's on oh, my team. Geez. He's not allowed to go to the Mind Palace. Yeah, exactly. I don't care if it benefits me or not. Does each bench warmer at this point have their own place they go? I, mm-hmm. I, there's like, I, there's I just go to the I, I, I go to the Grimes gutter. That I, I don't <laughs> I, I don't have a lot of answers. <laughs> and my, mine emerged. Mine was the uh, the deluxe apartment. To a deluxe apartment. 
in the sky. I'm pretty sure I'm 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 almost positive it's Converse, and I want to say it's the Converse weapon. The Converse, Converse weapon. Okay, sounds good to me. Okay, I mean it's only bonus points. Okay, so August fifth, Harmony, you are checking in with Converse weapon and coachless in Seattle. What'd you come up with? I just said Converse, the Chuck Taylors. So you checked in with Converse for mm-hmm. the brand of shoe. Yep, and then the type was the Chuck Taylors. Okay, one team is getting the full allotment of points. The correct answer is the Converse Weapon. This is a star-studded commercial, and there, if you go on YouTube and watch this commercial, there's hilarious bloopers of the stars recording uh, this ad. It's Isaiah, it's Mark McGuire, it's Magic, it's Kevin McHale, Bernard King, Larry Bird, um, all endorsing this one shoe, uh, the Converse Weapon. They are hilarious in their bloopers. So. Moving on, question number three in halftime. In a Geico commercial, a dented garage door and a big chunk completely blown off a winter coat are two results of a snowball fight with what flame-throwing pitcher? We'll check it in. Okay, then. August 5th Harmony has checked in, so Coachless in Seattle can talk it out. I mean, flame-throwing pitchers, I think of Randy Johnson, so I don't remember this ad specifically. Do you have any idea? Uh, no, but that makes sense. Geico's, they're like them, Old Spice, and a couple other ones. They just, like, I would love to be in that pitch room when they just come up with whatever whatever they spew out. doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, why not Randy Johnson? Checking in Randy oh. Johnson. All right, then. Coachless in Seattle checked in with <clears throat> Randy Johnson. So August 5th Harmony, what did you say? Yeah, I couldn't recall this, seeing this commercial either. Um, but like Marcus said, and like was discussed on, you know, the Decade Awards, People Don't Forget episode. There's a lot of companies that have these outrageous commercials that are just kind of fun, but also make no sense. Um, and just trying to think, <laughs> yeah, flamethrowing pitcher. I mean, I feel like if you kill a bird, then you can dent a garage door with a snowball. So we also checked in with Randy Johnson. All right. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is indeed Randy, the big unit, Johnson. One of my uh, favorite ballpark memories, like probably for as long as I live, was that I was at Miller Park to witness Randy Johnson's one and only career home run in all of his years playing the National League, only hit one home run uh, against the Brewers against uh in 2003 against uh doug davis i was just gonna ask if you remembered who get he hit it off a lefty yeah doug davis uh a very forgettable (laughs) pitcher other than that he had like the slowest wind up in the history of baseball (laughs) took him five seconds from uh even from the stretch to um release the ball so randy johnson just trotted around the bases as if it was nothing and uh gave the doug out the silent treatment but it, it was quite the sight I couldn't believe it. It was like, it was the epitome of how bad the Brewers were in like 2003. Yeah, of course would be the team to give up a home run to Randy Johnson of all people. It only takes him like seven strides to get around the bases though. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> that happens when you're 25 feet tall. That's right. All right. That is the end of halftime. And the August 5th Harmony added 80 points to their total in halftime for now having a score of 390. and. Coachless in Seattle added 75 for a total now of 285. Okay, now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. 
We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be Lucky 7. Lucky 7. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. The three lists for this game are list number one, most career home runs by Hall of Fame left fielders. List number two, most career points scored by NBA players over seven feet tall. And list number three, most career games played by a skater in NHL history. Most career games played by a skater? So non-goalie. Yeah. Non-goalie. Mm-hmm. And I can also clarify that for list one, it's Hall of Famers whose primary position, according to the Hall of Fame, was left field. Hmm. Okay, so Marcus, you and I get to pick the first one that we want to do. So um, Coachless in Seattle is trailing into going into the third quarter, so they'll have the first choice. Can you can you paste the list they want? I just talked over you. Can you do that again? But also, can you paste it? I do that again, so sure. we get it. But yeah, sure. So Coachless in Seattle is trailing going into the third quarter, so they will have the first choice of what list they want. It's up to you. It I, seems like it seems like the one that you, you, you like old timey baseball. So if you want to go with that one, I'm good with it. I mean, okay. I mean, you would know you would know more than me. I can. Well, no, but you would you the second one? Would you know more <laughs> about that one than than I would the first one? Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. Probably even, probably even. Okay. I mean, I know, I know what, I know what they're gonna pick. <laughs> well, no, we, it's, it's we more like know. you know what we're not gonna pick. Right. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. So um, it doesn't matter. You, you, you feel better about that one. So let's just go with that. Okay. I'm good with that. All right, we're gonna go with the uh, list number one, the most career home runs by uh, Hall of Fame left fielders. Coachless in Seattle is going with list number one to start. Yep. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and check in. All right, Coachless in Seattle, what you got? Okay, so the ones we're pretty certain about, Ted Williams. Correct. Carl okay. Yastrzemski. Correct. Ted Musial. Absolutely. And then Willie Stargell. 100%. Now it's where it gets a little dicey. We're not too sure here after this one. I'm going to go with uh, Ralph Kiner. Bingo. Oh, nice. And then should I go the question mark one next? Or should I go with the other name? Yeah, <laughs> you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> all you. Here, here's a name that I old timers old timers know, but or people who are really into baseball. But I'm going to go with um, Billy Williams. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> wow. Nice. Wow. 
All right. And then this is a total one that I only knew he was a Hall of Famer left fielder that hit a lot of home runs, but I don't know if he's on this list. But so we said um, Jim Rice. Completed the list. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Very impressive I, work. By Matt I, only. I did I, not help him a single bit. Not I one. Didn't, I didn't know that that Billy Williams one would be on there, but I knew he hit a ton of home runs, but I don't know how many. So, I, I, you know what? I'm thoroughly impressed. I, I had five of those down and three of them. I just know Yaz Rice and Williams because I'm a Red Sox fan. And yeah. so like, and it just happened that those guys paraded the green monster. Um, uh, shoot. That's impressive, Matt. Well, Ralph really Kiner impressive. or Stargell were pretty easy yeah. for me too. Like right when that came out, the very first thing I said it was Stargell, Williams, Yaz, Musial. I mean, those four are the like when you think of like the Mount Rushmore of left fielders, right? Those are the guys you think of. But cool. Next time you feel stupid on this podcast map, just remember this moment. Yeah, that's exactly, uh, yeah, like, that was that's really that's impressive. Every like couple of months, I have a good one here. See, I'm going to take an assist on that only because I didn't want you to get let me jump jumble it up in there for you. I just literally said you put down the names that you think are correct in whatever order you want, and I will go with it. And that's called being a damn good teammate. I love it. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. (laughs) You understood the assignment. You knew your role. Played it well. A great man once told me to know my role and shut my mouth. Yep. So it's yeah, Ted Ted Williams in order. Williams, Musial, Stargell, Yastrzemski, Williams, Rice, and Kiner. Musial and Stargell are, are actually oh. tied for second. Wait, no. So Williams was number what five? No, he was number one. Five hundred twenty-one. No, oh, Billy sorry. Williams. I mean, Williams Billy, Billy Williams. Billy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Billy's uh, yeah, Billy's number five. Oh, cool. four hundred twenty-six. Okay, well, you get the full seventy points for that. And now the choice comes to August 5th Harmony. I have an idea, but just let us know uh, which list you're going to want. We're going to go with top seven, seven foot skaters. Is that, is that <laughs> <laughs> who hit home runs? No, I, I'm pretty sure we're going, we're going basketball. We're going seven foot scorers. Absolutely. Sounds good. All right. All right. August 5th Harmony. All right. We are going to check in Trevor. All right. All right, guys. What you got? Uh, so number one, we're just going to go with number one. That's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Absolutely. We're going to say Wilt Chamberlain. Correct. Shaquille O'Neal. Correct. Dirk Nowitzki. Correct. Hakeem Olajuwon. So Hakeem is correct. All right, uh, David, you want to give our six and seven since you're stronger on these? And yeah. the six one shares something similar with us. So, yeah, we ha- it was fate for us to guess number our number six because he was born on August 5th, and that's Patrick Ewing. Correct. And our last one is Chief Robert Parrish. That is correct. Really? So, two straight completed lists. Well done, guys. Nice job on, on Robert Parrish there, uh, David. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Good job on the other six. <laughs> <laughs> that was tough. It's just there's so many guys that you think might be seven-footers, and then you look, and like Tim Duncan, right, at six, listed at 6'11", uh, Elvin Hayes, Moses Malone, guys like that that you Kev- think in your Kev- head are seven-footers. Kevin Garnett. And right? then I mean, they're oh- not. 
right. I kept I kept throwing out names to Scott, and Scott was like, "Nope, six eleven. Nope, six eleven. Nope, six eleven. Well, I always remember Garnett and Duncan at six eleven because the video games, like the, them two yeah. and Dirk, I, specifically. That's when I was playing video games. I always remember seeing their heights. No, no, I I I wasn't really disagreeing or, or picking a fight. I was just I was just fighting. I felt like it was just like, nope, only six eleven. Nope, only six eleven. <laughs> yeah, I was with you. Yeah. Okay, so coachless in Seattle, you are trailing after the first two lists, so you can work on the third list, most career games played by a skater in NHL history. We're ready to check in. All right, coachless in Seattle, ready to check in. Start whenever you're ready. Let's uh, start off with uh, the guy who played until he was like 85 years old, Gordie Howe. Correct. Ron Francis. Correct. Uh, Yamir Yager. Absolutely. Then uh, let's go with uh, Messier. You're four for four. Uh, then our confidence starts to wane here, but we think we're doing going to do good with Joe Thornton. Five, four, five. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Now is where it's going to, I'm not sure about this <laughs> next one, Marcus, but eh? we'll go with uh, Chris Chelios. That is incorrect. Oh. First incorrect answer. Ooh. Wait, so what did they get to five? Yeah, they got five. Dude, so dude, that's impressive. Uh so we can okay. talk this out, David. So I I will say I only know this from recent research on questions, but I'm pretty sure that Patrick Marlowe is 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 either number one or number two. So and say I don't it. think they okay, just, so, just say it. Okay, Patrick Marlowe. That's our we'll check in with Patrick Marlowe first. Still active too. Correct. Okay. So the only other name that I have, Mark Recky. I mean, I, I remember him from being on the. Uh, do you have any thoughts? No, it's hockey. Just say it. Okay, Mark Recky. You've completed the list. Oh, geez. Nice job. At, le- at least we know that that seventh one didn't matter. So, right. Yeah, right. We, were yeah. right. we were screwed either way. <laughs> yeah, uh, he how said. How close is the list? I'm, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. How close is the list? I'm looking at. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chris Chelios is number eight. He played <laughs> one. <laughs> you, were, you, you know how close you were. Chris Chelios. Is listed as at 1,651 games. Mark Recchi is listed as 1,652 games. Oh, geez. He took that game, one, one game, game off. off. Only, only from writing a question recently. Chelios is, Chelios is number one for defensemen, though. But that's uh, only from writing a question recently. You've got, you've got the list up, Trevor, right? Yeah. Where's Zanino Chara on that list? Oh, good Number question. 11. Number 11. Okay. Because that was our seventh if, if, we, if <laughs> we got Chelios. Yeah, he he like if he he could he's I mean these guys are these guys are close together. He's got 1620, so he could pass it here pretty quick. Right, and Char is also on the seven footer list on, nah. on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got some active guys in this one. list here. <laughs> All right, that is the end of the third quarter. At the end of the third quarter, our scores are August 5th Harmony with 480 points and coachless in Seattle has 405 points bringing us into the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total.
The categories for today are as follows. Question number one, all in the family. It's about sports families. Question number two, cheers. It's a baseball question. Question number three, category, category is golden girls. Also a baseball question. And question number four is curb your enthusiasm, which is a college football question. It is now time for the teams to place their wager. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in put your fours up in the category of all in the family. Move over, Mannings. There's a new sports family in town. Both mom and dad were professional tennis players from Czechoslovakia, with dad winning the 1998 Australian Open. They had three kids. The two eldest daughters are both LPGA golfers with a combined 13 victories on tour, with one winning the 2020 Olympic gold medal. The youngest son is perhaps U.S. tennis's next bright star, ranked 39 in the world, reaching the fourth round of Wimbledon this year at the age of 20. All I need to know is what is the last name of this athletically gifted family? And we can check in. Okay, Coachless in Seattle has checked in. So August 5th Harmony, talk it out. Pretty confident we're right behind them. I'm, this has to be the Cordas, Peter Corda. I don't really remember his wife, but I know, I know that the daughters both did very well in the Olympics. Yeah, it's the Cordas. Sounds good. Check it in. Yep, check it in, Corda. August 5th Harmony checking in with Corda. Coachless in Seattle, what you got? Uh, don't they need to tell us how many points they mm-hmm. would? Oh, oh. My, my bad. Oh, 80 points. 80. So August 5th Harmony has checked in with Corda for 80 points. Coachless in Seattle? Yes, uh, for 100 points, we also checked in with the Cordas. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is the Corda family. Sebastian Corda, I'm a big tennis fan, and mm-hmm. Sebastian Corda is... The next price. There's a there's a good crop of American tennis men's and women's tennis players. It's been a long time since the U.S. has had a dominant player. Things are looking I'd like bright. to uh, like to thank the uh, Rex Chapman podcast uh, charges, who recently had uh, uh, a Marty Fish on, and that got me into a deep uh, hole of YouTube being around 80s, 90s, and 2000s era tennis. And so that's when I picked because I just got done watching his netflix special like monday night just or tuesday night, whatever it was so yeah move over manning i don't know man arch got that throwing motion he's coming yeah, I was, yeah yeah as i was writing it i was like give it a couple years moving on to question number two in cheers a favorite of the pitching ninja what pitcher after the brewers clinched a playoff berth in 2021 pulled an andy bernard and punched a wall in the clubhouse fracturing his hand and sidelining him for the postseason All right, we're checked in. Okay, August 5th Harmony checked in. So, Coachless in Seattle, your turn to talk. First name that popped in my brain was uh, Devin Williams. Yes, he has, right? in, he has that insane pitch that looks all, it looks, it's the most insane thing I've ever seen. It doesn't seem normal. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty positive. All right, we're going to go ahead and check in with Devin Williams for 100 points. Coachless in Seattle just checked in with the answer of Devin Williams for 100 points. August 5th Harmony, what did you say? David said Williams, and I said, oh, Devin Williams. Uh, the reason they're probably going to trade Josh Hader. We also checked in with Devin Williams for 100 points. And both teams getting points. The correct answer is 
Devin Williams. I remember exactly where I was. Devin Williams out for the year. He punched a wall in the list least, of in the list. I mean, I, yeah, in the list of uh, weird sports injuries. It's gotta be if you're there. gonna punch a wall, or if you're gonna punch anything, and you're a pitcher, have you not watched Bull Durham? I mean, to be he honest with you, he probably hand. didn't watch. He probably didn't watch Bull Durham. Oh, yeah, I Williams. guarantee. I guarantee like, you, this guy's Matt. This guy's cool. Yeah, Devin Williams. This he has the most devastating changeup in the ML in the MLB, maybe ever. I, uh, the pitching ninja. If you, the pitching but, ninja yeah. is is like my. I hadn't was I wasn't following him until this season. He's turned into like one of my favorite Twitter follows for how much he just loves pitching, and he's deemed the pitch the airbender uh, because it moves unlike any pitch I have ever seen. Uh, so he throws like a almost like a like a uh, knuckleball or something. The break on it is just otherworldly. Like I thought I'd seen the prettiest changeup because until I saw it, I thought the prettiest changeup ever in his prime was Felix Hernandez. Felix Hernandez's changeup was stupid it, the bottom dropped out of it this is this is something else entirely they're calling it a changeup. it looks insane i'll have to yeah. check this out because yeah, johan yeah. santana is my favorite changeup thrower obviously of all time so it's exactly why they couldn't like pitching ninja didn't want to call it a changeup anymore because it doesn't look like any changeup. it breaks it breaks into people and it's uh just bottom just falls out oh really it's, one, it's basically yeah, it, a new pitch <laughs> he has movement with like a and like so what is his fastball compared to his changeup? Is he like one of those guys that throws like 99 and 91 or a guy who throws like 95 and 82? He's, he's throwing a good clip. He's throwing, I don't know exactly. The, so his changeup is, is pretty hot. Matt, they pretty much all throw 99 and 91 these days. Yeah, because your changeup nowadays is only, I mean, still, that's yeah. a 10 mile or an eight mile an hour difference, right? Well, so, eight mile. Trevor's going to be in there eight mile. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, funny. That's, that's where I'm living. Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah. The pitch, it won his like platinum pitching award. Yeah. Um, believe for the year. Yeah. Moving on to question number three in the fourth quarter category of golden girls. The golden spikes award is an annual award for the best amateur player in baseball in the United States. What SEC college pitcher was the 2021 recipient of this award, going 12 and one with a 0.9 ERA? All right, Coachless in Seattle, sounds like they're checking in. Yeah, we can it check seems in. Seems like uh, Coachless in Seattle has checked in. It sounds like August Fifth Harmony wants to check in soon too. Well, wants to check in. I, I, I think bold. you're. I said to David, I want to say there's a K in the name because I, I remember. That they're like it being a, it's not a common name. I, I know that. And I know, and it, David, you said it's the kid from Arkansas. And now I do remember that. Um, and then you said cups, as in multiple Cooper cups. Right. And I don't think that's right. And then you said cops, as in the TV show that makes you sweat. Or as the, keys, the Keystone cops. Oh, well, there we go. But I, I think cops you're right and i think we go with cops because last time we took extra time marcus yelled at us so we're gonna check in with cops <laughs> for 100 points was it yes for 100 points okay so august fifth harmony checking in with the last name of cops for 100 points coach listen seattle what did you say well first of all it's when you say 15 more seconds and then you talk for another minute and a half <laughs> yes it was mind. david talking John. okay so this <laughs> is throw your partner under the bus <laughs> this this was a joint a very joint effort because i came through with i knew vandy had jack Leiter and mm -hmm. kumar rocker but i knew kumar rocker 
sucked at the end of the year. Um, so I was ready to just say, you know, give in and say Jack Leiter because that's all I could think of. But then Matt came through with Arkansas and I said, oh, I don't know if I can pull that name, not even knowing that he had put a couple of names down <laughs> about what it, he put cop and then top. And I went, ooh, wait a minute. And then he said, Kevin Cops is ringing Kevin, a bell. That's it. Yep. And then I said, oh, I think Wesley Wells yeah. posted in the bench about him. And then that's when we got all excited because, uh, yeah, we're. Uh, and then so. around here in Omaha, I heard during the College World Series that people were talking about this kid, too. Yep. So we are checking in with Kevin Cops for 100 points. And both teams getting points. The correct answer is indeed Kevin Cops. Well done, guys. Yeah, the, the verdict is still out if he's a bad boy or not, but we know what he's going to do. Uh, is get drafted in the third round, 99th <laughs> overall in the draft by the Padres. Uh, bad boys, bad boys. Why are you so sweaty? I was watching Kevin Cops pitch. <laughs> you might have just described Wesley Wells during uh, <laughs> during Arkansas's baseball season. <laughs> Shout out to Wesley. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't say a first name, David, because I kept thinking Kyle for some reason. So I'm glad we just went with Cops. When he said Cops, I was like, oh, no, they're going to do it. No, because he said cops, and I was like, that seems weird. Like, that's the Anna Kendrick song. I was like, I don't think that's. <laughs> and then he typed cops, and I was like, yeah, that's it. Whew. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Cops carried Arkansas as far as they did. Um, when with like the team went with him when he uh, lost, the team lost, and so then yeah. they they only went as far as he would let them go. Um, whereas a team like Vandy had a couple of guys that could take him further. Yeah. So yeah, the correct answer is Kevin Cops. Well done, guys. When I was uh, when I was uh, when I when I had Josh test this game, he thought that y'all might be tricked into Jack Leiter. Um, mm. But well, I, I so I but I kept the wording, and I'm so I'm glad you guys could. Hey, that's that's on Matt. He pulled me out of there because I was ready to just give up and be like, I, I guess yeah. Jack Leiter. But going into the the fourth question of put your fours up. We have a score of 760 points for August 5th Harmony to 705 points for Coachless in Seattle. The fourth question is in the category of Curb Your Enthusiasm. The inaugural Bahamas Bowl in 2014 was a wild one. It saw Central Michigan go against Western Kentucky. It looked to be a snoozer through the first three quarters, with Western Kentucky taking a 49-14 lead into the fourth. But Central Michigan scored 34 unanswered points, capped off by a lateral-filled touchdown as time expired to go down 49-48. to The subsequent two-point conversion, though, was no good, leaving Central Michigan one point short of an all-time comeback. So for this question, I want to know who was the Central Michigan quarterback for this crazy game? Teams were not in a hurry to draft him as he went undrafted in 2017, but he is still in the NFL today. We can check in. Okay, Coachless in Seattle checked in. So August 5th Harmony, you can talk it out. What do you have on this, dude? Forget everything he's saying. Let's talk about quarterbacks who went, who went <laughs> yes, to Central forget Michigan. Forget everything he's saying. No, no, no. I mean, forget the main thing is like 
Central Michigan quarterback. I know. And there aren't and many. It, like Okay, so it's gonna be a backup quarterback, Central Michigan. How much time do we have? I gotta I gotta start. We have where did four minutes. Okay, where did Cooper Rush go to school? That was I feel my like he was, initial thought also. Because he was a directional Michigan guy. I just don't remember which I get them yeah. all confused though. Like, I mean, no, was that was that was my initial thought was Cooper Rush also. Okay. Cause because I can tell you right now, I confuse central Michigan, like southern Illinois, northern Illinois, yeah. western Michigan. I get Eastern all those Illinois. Guys confused. Yeah. yeah right. I, I get all those confused. Yeah. Um, my, my initial thought was also Cooper Rush. Um I think he's central Michigan. Well, and I know I, he went undrafted. And that the timeline fits, and it's a name that's enough of a name to that that would validate a question like this. I feel like, and but maybe he's just fresh in my mind because you know he played a couple weeks ago and did really well. So I don't know if like that is right. He, right, that's exactly right. He was he came in when Dak was hurt, and I feel I watched that entire game, and I definitely I feel like they said Central Michigan. So I'm I, I feel pretty confident that that he went to central Michigan because I think they put up, I saw some sort of graphic they put up and Romo was talking about him, obviously, you know, being a small school guy also. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's central Michigan. I, 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 yeah, I don't think we need to take too much longer on this. Cause okay. I don't even, even if, if, if he's not, then it's like, I don't want to start going through every single like backup or third string quarterback. No, we're not going to have time. Out, right. And know, how many, like, how many quarterbacks could there be from central Michigan in the league anyway? So, right. And the time right. and the time frame fits 2017. Cause he's definitely been there for a few years. So absolutely. So let's do it. What the hell? Um, you know, I, I don't want to jinx anything, but if we get this right, we win and it's a perfect game. So it's what? all on. Yeah. It's all on Cooper rush. No, um, no, 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 not a perfect oh, game. We got Dirk, right? Not a perfect game. It would be a no. It would be a no hitter. Oh, because we didn't get the one bonus. You, you didn't maximize the You're amount right. of Sorry. points. You're right. You we have no hitter going, David. Well, great. Because now of Trevor's you, damn bonuses. Without his bonuses, this could have no, been no. And you game. also got you. I mean, you didn't get the two extra get, ones you could have gotten. Lucky seven. What do you oh, mean? No, you yes, did we get did. them. We yeah. stole yours. Yeah, yeah we, we have the bonus. The only thing we didn't get was the the Madden. Anyway, who cares? Go ahead. Um, but yeah, we're going to check in with Cooper Rush for 46 points. Okay. August 5th Harmony checking in with Cooper Rush for 46 points. Coachless in Seattle. What did you say? Not Central Michigan legend Dan LaFever. <laughs> I forgot about that but, guy. But yeah, exactly. Central <laughs> Michigan quarterbacks. How much time you got? Oh, Trevor, you <laughs> broke my heart. I was really hoping you were going to ask for the Western Kentucky quarterback because I know who that was. That was Brandon Dowdy. And then you said the one I was hoping you wouldn't say because it's absolutely 100% Cooper Rush. And we did that for 100 points. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is indeed Cooper Rush. Sorry, yeah, when I was looking at this game, I didn't recognize Brandon Dowdy and I recognized Cooper Rush right away. So <laughs> that's fair. Not many do. I was I was really hoping you were going to make me flex, right? Or you're going to help me flex right there. But yeah, the two point conversion was a Cooper Rush like fade to the corner of the end zone that was not even close. And it's like it's like, it's just like the worst to think about. Like I mean, I'm just imagining putting myself in the shoes of the players on Central Michigan and be like, hey, you have just scored 34 unanswered points in one quarter. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. With a score of 
805 is coachless in Seattle. And our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Brandon Dowdy Award <laughs> with 806 points, is August 5th Harmony. One point game. You guys went for the lockout. Congratulations, August 5th Harmony. Anything you guys would uh, like to say? Uh, I, I'll say it out loud. David will put it in the chat for everyone to see. Um, yeah, no, I'll start. Uh, great game, Trevor. Thank you. Um, <laughs> This this was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we we threw a no hitter, and I didn't expect that going into it uh, to not get any questions wrong. So that is, I mean, surprising, but they were really really good questions. You know, really thought provoking stuff. I love the the Larry Fitzgerald the video games question. I thought your lucky sevens, um, like Matt mentioned while during that round, were like gettable, but in a little bit more of a roundabout way. You know, not just like who are the top seven scorers in NBA history, you know, it had, it was a little bit more specified, but still gettable. So I think you wrote a great game. Um, I think you mentioned this is your sixth time. That's awesome. I can't wait for your seventh time. And David, uh, glad we finally got the team up. Trevor, this was a great game. This was a very, <laughs> this was a very well-written game. Scott and I actually played really well together because the, for the questions that I had absolutely no clue, it seemed like Scott was immediately texting me uh, the answers. And so we just we just complimented each other really well, but the game was so well written, and I'm I'm 100 behind what Scott was saying. Really, really clever questions. Uh, I I like the lists that you threw out. I'm still blown away that Matt got the ran the left fielders. I I was I was trying to scribble them down by the time Matt was rolling them all out there. Uh, I didn't think I our downfall could have been the 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 cops question, <laughs> the cops question. Cups. I the cops. Yeah, that could have been. We were that close to losing. Um, so. Absolutely well-written game, front to back. It was awesome. It was great. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Well, Trevor, you know I love hanging out with you and spending time with you. And went down to Kansas City, hung out with you for a little while back in last fall, whenever that oh, was. Oh, okay, so, Matt. You don't need to yeah. rub it in. I know. And uh, so Trevor's awesome. So thank you very much for doing this, bud. Yeah. Trevor, great game. Part of what I hate about the missing link and love at the same time is sometimes you just look too deep. And that's mm. what we did, because honestly, if I like once once I looked at it after I just saw Big Ten and I went, oh, my God. And I just rattled off every single coach because I and I went, oh, dang it. And that's like, you know, it, it it is what it is. Some some people like Dan ruined it for everyone by going so deep that now I'm like mm -hmm. looking for things that aren't there. But this is an awesome game. I loved it. Uh, always love having you. Trevor, why don't you uh, why don't you get us out of this mess here and wrap it up for cool. us? <laughs> cool. Yeah, thanks guys for having me. Every single time, it's a blast. Uh, I love it. Um, make make me laugh. I'm just crying, laughing over here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, always happy to be on here with you guys. And, on, and honest, honestly, I listen listen to everything. And I just it's it's always this this podcast is the perfect thing to um, my favorite podcast to listen to. Just uh, every every single episode. So. Um, Keep doing it well, guys. Look forward to coming on for uh, a seventh time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good good community. I love the bench. And uh, I just feel like it's cool to have this community of people who love weird sports stuff. Goofy weird stuff. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm.
ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. All right, so episode titles and or um, uh, summary ideas. Uh, the first one I had off the top of my head is 321 David Talks Too Much. Um, <laughs> I mean, David, it's, 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 it's an honor. Every one of us has had our name in an episode title at some point. Like, it's inevitable. Or, or we could have uh, Pacific Northwest parking and weather. Um. It would have to be more like Omaha schools and Northwest. Yeah, West Side Omaha schools and property taxes. Yeah. I do like 321 David talks to <laughs> That'd be a great graphic, too. Ah, uh, we're just messing. With you. We're messing with you, dude. We love you, buddy. <laughs> you know, I, right. I hear I'm right, I'm right got all like, and I'm writing down bad boys, bad boys. What I like, actually. Oh, uh, why are you so sweaty? I was watching yes, the cops. Yes, cops, yes, yeah. yes. I like that a lot Some because kind of then, then you can then you can put his his graphic of him and his oh, wind up or on, something on the front on, on Step Brothers. Yeah, I'm like the Step Brothers. <laughs>